BizQuick podcast hits on the struggles and advantages of being an entrepreneur. It's for anyone who's made the commitment to burn the boats and not look back. Are you a busy entrepreneur or small business owner trying to do it all? Then this podcast is for you. Corey and Julie will take you through the details of building a strong business. Hit the subscribe button and gear up for another episode of BizQuick Podcast. Hello and welcome to BizQuick. This is our fifth installment of Talkin' Tacos, the very popular series. And in this series, if you've been paying attention, we are talking with Corey and his restaurant business partner, Matt Karfakis. I got it right. right. It only took five times. Look at me. Um, About opening their new restaurant, um, Cabo Fish Taco, which will be opening fingers crossed, knock on wood, in January of 2022. So today, right now, it's just me and Corey. We'll bring Matt in in a little bit. We are going to talk about how quickly things start to move and keeping track of everything and when you have to pivot, make fast decisions, and how things start to snowball. And maybe even a little bit of, from Matt, how it is now that he's full-time in the restaurant, and from Corey, what it's like trying to maintain both SB Pace and certivium and Cabo. Well, let's be honest. I don't do anything with certivium. That's true. That's so pretty much all. Take that off the plate there. Thank you, Stacy. <laughs> yes, that's Stacy. Yes. yes. Um, yeah, it's um, things sped up very quickly. Not a surprise to mm-hmm. me, but it's um, it's been uh, with everything with COVID, and I hate that you know a year and a half in plus we're still blaming things on COVID and talking about COVID and blah, 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 COVID this and that. But the reality is that's the world that we live in right now. And so um, when we were talking about the topic for this podcast uh, earlier in the week, I I was like, well, I'm dealing with a major issue with walk-ins right now because um, for anybody who doesn't know, you know, a walk-in cooler, you've got walls and a compressor and a fan. That's basically it. So the compressor is connected to the fan. The fan blows the cold air into the insulated walls. Um, Manufacturers right now can't get the foam that goes in the insulation. And so we put in our order knowing that there was going to be a delay. And the, um, there's so many things I want to talk about. Um, The supplier got back and was like, cool, I got your order. And then like the next day sent an email and I was like, all right, everything looks good. Uh, lead time's 18 weeks and you know, dusts his hands off and walks away. And I'm like four and a half fucking months. Are you serious? You didn't, you didn't bother to tell me that it was going to be a four and a half month lead time before I placed the order. And now you're just like, yep, cool. So it's just like, see you in June. Yeah. (laughs) There was no, like, like, and it wasn't a surprise to him that I was upset. Because he knew what the timetable was. He knew the timeline of opening the business. And it was just like, oh, sorry about your luck. So, like, I, I immediately just sent uh, Matt a text. And I was like, drop everything that you're doing right now. Find us two walk-ins. I don't care how much they cost. I don't care where you get them. I don't care if they're used or whatever. Just, we need walk-ins. Because, like, the, you can't function without walk-ins. Um, they, that feels important. It is if you want to keep your food and your beer cold. Feel like yes, yes, yes you do. Yeah, if you're yeah. not, yeah, yeah, if you're not 
cooking your food at the moment. You want it cold. (laughs) (laughs) Um, That right there, ladies and gentlemen, that is an important note. Write that down. Yes. If you're not cooking your food at the moment, you want it cold. So if you're ever thinking about opening a restaurant, being a chef, or even cooking a meal for yourself or someone you love, remember that. Yes, I'll put that in the show notes in case you forget. Don't Thank worry. Thank you. Thank um, you. You are a good show note writer. Yes. Um, but that's, uh, again, like not stressed out about it because it was just like, all right, well, let's look at other options. You know, there's other suppliers. There's mm-hmm. other things that we can do. Um, there's the option of building our own walk-in. Like we've got a contractor. We've got the materials. we got the supplies. We've got the know-how. We could just build it. We don't have to buy a prefab walk-in. So there's there's ways around it. And so a, not a big deal. It's just like for that split second, I'm like, you, just a little communication, a little customer service. And the best part, the best part about this company that we're working with, the tagline on all of their company emails are, we aim to exceed your expectations. And <laughs> they all... Well, if I expected to get this on time, you exceeded that. So, uh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So, um, mm, okay. So, I, I actually was thinking to myself when you were talking about it early on and what it's constructed of. I'm like, why can't you just build that yourself? So you could, because you have you, you could. have the things. Yeah, there, there's uh, th- there are definite like definite benefits to mm-hmm. buying a prefab walk-in versus sure. building yourself, and like you're over the course of the lifetime of the walk and you're going to lose money because the, whatever you build yourself is not going to be as efficient as whatever is, you know, made to be a walk-in. But again, not the end of the world, not a big deal. So did you, did you, did you find something? Um, I have like half a dozen people out there right now who say they've got a line on something for me. Okay. Um, I have not had a chance to call them cause I've been on meetings most of today or a lot of today. And one of the calls today, um, I was trying to like balance like texting with people who were supposed to be having a meeting mm-hmm. while I was on another I saw. meeting. Oh, I know. And like one of the people was like, Hey, uh, like called me and I couldn't answer. Obviously I was on a meeting and then they sent me a text and I replied back and they're like, Hey, can we get Matt's phone number? We don't know what it is. And I was like, well, if you'd read the email that I sent you last night, I put his phone number in that email. <laughs> But I didn't say that because I didn't have enough time. I just replied back with a phone number and I was like, I don't like you're supposed to be meeting without me. Just go meet. I don't care. <laughs> so hopefully that this will be taken care of. So like what's the worst case scenario? You end up building yourself? Yeah. And uh, the worst case scenario is that we just lose money over time because it's not as efficient as a prefab. Audit. Sure. Or you could just get a bunch of coolers. No. That's not, that's no. Not, that won't work. No, absolutely not. <laughs> I like I like thinking outside the box, though. Keep it coming. <laughs> yes, I'm loaded with good ideas. Okay, well let's um, let's let's put a pause on this and bring Matt in, and we can um, get his take on one what it's like to go through you know fire drill after fire drill, how he's faring being a full time employee of Cabo now, and all things restaurant related. We'll see you on the other side.
Listen up, BizQuick fans. Julie and Corey are launching two new group coaching programs designed specifically for aspiring entrepreneurs and small business owners. Small Business Startups is a 90-day program that will walk any aspiring entrepreneur through the steps required to launch a successful and solid business. The Small Business Accelerator is a nine-week coaching program that helps anyone with an existing business build a stronger foundation and create actionable goals to take their business to the next level. Check out both programs on our site under the services section or click on the link in the show notes to learn more. Now back to the show. All right. Welcome back to the show. Hey, Matt. Nice to have you back again. Hey, guys. How are you doing? Good. Thanks for having me. So first question before we dive into anything else. How is life as a full-time Cabo employee? Uh, Absolutely fantastic. I don't have to worry about my uh, phone ringing or texting 24-7. Well, not yet, at least. Oh yeah, that'll come. <laughs> yeah, it'll come. Say, wait, it'll what? Come. It'll, it'll, it'll come. That'll definitely come. So things are going well. Um, what have you? I know Corey and I were talking on the front end about, you know, the pace at which you know things are moving and some supply chain issues. Which man, I mean, we could we could literally talk for days about supply chain issues. So let's start with that. Um, how are you? Uh, How's that going? <laughs> I mean, it's uh, it's going. I mean, we're going to have to scramble for a lot of things here soon. Yeah, as you were saying right before we started this, that I was complaining about the walk-ins with an 18-week lead time, and you said that there's some equipment on a quote we just got that was a 26-week lead time. Yeah. Yeah. Which I would be appalled to tell somebody, oh, yeah, I'm just going to be six months before I can even like consider getting this to you. But uh, that's, I mean, but we're seeing that all over, right? Like I, I know I heard a story recently um, within the last week or two that like you can, it's impossible to find like a, like a central air unit right now for like people that are building homes. They can't, there's no central air units to be found anywhere. And there was some other like really like, is it refrigerators? Um some other appliance are like something that's key for building a new home that they're just, they don't have them. Nobody has them anymore. Well, back in um, June, I believe um, last time I was in Blacksburg and I was talking to um, Gary, the, the, you know, the owner of Cabo. um, And uh, he was talking about the Blacksburg store there and they had, as it meant, as these things happen in the restaurant industry, somehow equipment always knows to break on the worst day possible. So, Mm Friday during lunch, like one of their AC units went out and he was able to get somebody in, like called in, um, you know, they, they came in emergency repair to come fix it. And the guy was like, yeah, you're lucky. He's like, we can't find Freon anywhere in Southwest Virginia. It just doesn't, nobody has it. So he was like, he's like, we were able to recharge your system, but like you're lucky. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. So. That's the world we live in. So, yeah, so we've got, um, which I you know, was not aware of because I didn't get the email, but a ton of equipment that we're going to have to go get real creative on here. So what will you, what is that going to look like when you say we're going to get creative here? Because what I'm not hearing is that um, you're, you're, you're both, it's, I'm guessing, and I'm going to put words in your mouth here and tell me if I'm wrong, you're not flexible on your opening date. You want your date to be in mid-January and you're going to figure out how to do it regardless of what that means. Correct. So what does that mean for things that are six months out for equipment? Like you bring it in like 
rubber dish pans to like wash dishes? Like, what do you, what do, what are we going to do here? We're going to, I mean, so right now our equipment is coming from, or the majority of our big equipment is coming from uh, one single supplier. We're just going to have to go to like Webstrant, local use for some of this stuff that's going to take 26 to 16 weeks. I mean, that's just what we're going to have to do. We're just going to have to piece it together uh, from multiple different sources. Yeah, we'll probably end up having to get a lot of used equipment, which is never ideal because one thing that restaurants are good at is beating the shit out of equipment and Mm -hmm. used refrigeration is the worst. But even if we get something that can just last us for six months, we'll just have to do that and just, you know, deal with the, you know, the, the problems of, you know, fixing that equipment to the point where it's just like, all right, at least something's in stock now. Let's buy a new one. So do they, um, so will this ultimately impact like your, your budget for opening? No, um, the cost should be relatively the same. We might actually be able to save some money if we're buying used equipment. Um, But like with the the walk-in, like I was saying, we've got um, one of our neighbors uh, in in the space. He owns a refrigeration company. One of our partners is the contractor, so he could build us a walk-in. Um, uh, the guy who's building our draft tower, he's out of Texas. He's got a line on some stuff. Matt's talked to a couple people. They have lines on stuff. Like we've got people all over looking for this equipment for us right now. So we'll find something. It's just, it's not going to be what we planned on having. Okay. Okay. That's, that, that's good. So it'll be kind of piecemealed together. Yeah. All right. So Matt looks like you got some phone calls to be making in your future. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, when we were scrambling for the figure out the walk-in the other day, I watched five hours of how to build your own walk-in to uh, emailing uh, direct distributors in China, which I still haven't gotten an email back from, but, you know, trying all avenues to try to uh, get everything moving quickly. That's what you got to do, right? I, I always love working with uh, distributors in, in Asia, because for whatever reason, they feel like it's important to give themselves a Western first name, even though it's Lenny. Pro- yeah, Lenny <laughs> or William or whatever. Like, come on, dude. We know that's not your name. Yes. <laughs> that's true. That is true. So so what else have you, aside from, you know, putting out fires or searching for equipment, like what else is kind of either, what, what else has caught you off guard so far in the last couple of weeks as things have started to speed up? I think that's supply. Well, in my opinion, for me, it's just been the supply chain stuff. Everything else is we've talked about and has been foreseeable. We even we even talked about our equipment being being late. So now this is really uh, coming as a big surprise. Uh, we just have to pivot. Yeah, and uh, like the equipment, like we like you have an idea in your head of what something's going to look like. So one of you know we want to put banners up to like coming soon, now hiring type stuff mm-hmm. on the outside, but we don't know what we're allowed to do. So we're just like, we're going to put banners up and I'm air quoting that we're going to put banners up, but until we can actually meet with the people in the building, you know, figure out what the city allows, whatever, like in our mind, it's just a banner. So, you know, we've, we can put some stickers on the windows now and they're big windows. So it's like having a banner, but we can't put anything on the outside. We can put whatever we want on the inside, dumb stuff like that. Um, Matt had a fun experience already. We posted our first ad for hiring employees and Oh, let's talk about that. I didn't realize that had happened. Yeah, let's yes. talk about that. Let's let's dive into that. First off, where did you post it? 
So I posted it to multiple places, um, Indeed, Craigslist, uh, Facebook, Jobs, and then two two Facebook um, groups that are specific to Richmond. They're called Lindsay List, Lindsay's List. Okay. And, um, Is this the ad that we wrote last week? Okay. Yes, Perfect. Yes, okay. absolutely. So, you know, within 15 minutes of me posting, you know, we put competitive um, – competitive pay uh-huh. um, in there we got i mean it just as i thought was going to happen um and i think we talked about before is immediately the first comment is like what's your transparency of pay um no one's going to want to work this job if you aren't putting what you're paying out there etc 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 and it's just it's frustrating because we are going to be um very competitive in what we do offer um i think it's in line with what's being offered in the area if not in probably the top 30 to 25 percent of jobs like the ones we are going to be hiring for but it's hard to get that across to people on the internet you know i mean people are going to post what they're going to post um based on previous bad experiences and sure. just project that on everybody else so i mean that we, I, I knew that was going to happen um i eventually just turn commenting off on on the article um so no one could write anything else uh okay can i can i offer up some advice on that sure you should probably turn the commenting back on (laughs) and you should um just answer the questions right so if your culture is one of really good communication and transparency which i know for a fact it is then um you should answer the question and honestly you could say because if i remember correctly the ad was for all of your key employees like the managers are lead positions right so you can say you know that it really depends on um skill set but you expect the range to be from x to y um but that you know there's everything is rates are negotiable and have you know just be transparent about that um because you want i think you want people to feel comfortable asking the question. They're going to ask the question if they're going to apply anyway. Right. So you might as well, I put it, you might as well just be transparent about it there, but I can't remember why did we decide not to put the rate on the ad? Well, we couldn't figure out how to word it correctly. And because there were three different yes. types of jobs, because we're just looking for management, uh, you know, lead yeah. type people. So there's a front of the house, there's the the back of the house, like, like it, it's kind of across the board. And so we were hoping to just kind of cast a wide net. Yeah. And get everybody who's interested or people who are interested. And then, like, the spiteful side of me um, wants to say, oh, well, let's just keep a list of everybody who's just giving us shitty comments and be like, make sure we never hire them. Because, like, in my mind, like, you're on the Internet. How hard is it to just send an email to be like, hey, I'm interested. What's the pay range for this particular job? And if you can't put in 15 fucking seconds of effort, I don't want you working for me. I 100% agree. I don't disagree that I would... I would also be spiteful and keep a list, right? But I'm not going to lie. I would. But I do think that you can do both. You can be spiteful and keep that list. And you can be transparent to say, well, we've got three roles here. Which one are you interested in? Right? So say that. Like, because we all know that there's the, you know, the keyboard bullies who are going to try and make everybody feel like crap about everything. And that might be who who landed there, but you might miss out by turning off the comments. You might miss out on people who are legitimately interested and want to ask just some, some questions, some additional questions. So I would just turn it back on and I would respond to those. 
um, comments as as kindly as I could, just saying like, hey, which which positions are which position are you interested in? Happy to have the conversation. That's Great. all on you, Matt. I don't know what um, you don't know how to use Facebook. What y'all are talking about? Right now, so. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know you could no, comment I mean, on that, Greg's list article. <laughs> I think he's probably talking about yeah. in the Facebook group is where I, it happened. Yeah, okay. it's just face every other thing. I mean, every other place I posted, there's been no problems. And I mean, we are definitely are seeing what everybody else is seeing. I think total across all the po- places I've posted, I think we've maybe got five resumes and maybe out of uh, those i am only interested in maybe inter- interviewing one i have to you know talk to Corey about this which i haven't see if it's worth our time to even talk to this one person so yeah so you're gonna you one good resume how long ago did you post it yesterday two days ago oh, okay okay yeah, and yeah, I'll be, two, I'll three be, years ago. I'll be interested because yeah. if it's the resume that I'm, I'm thinking of, I think I went to high school with that person. So that'll be interesting. Um. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, at least you know that person. Maybe. Then? We'll find out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's been, uh, again, we're not, we're very early in the process right mm-hmm. now. So I'm not um, too concerned about it. And I, I think turning the com- comments on is a is a good idea as long as you know we can make sure that we um, don't get s- nippy. So it's a good thing I don't have access to it because I probably would have like that little rant where I was like, if you can't spend fifteen seconds, sure, yeah, no, I I I, I don't disagree. In fact, I, I I fully support that. But I think you want to show everybody else, like, we're not afraid to have these conversations. Our pay is competitive. And if you can't figure out what competitive pay means, then perhaps, well, there's a reason you don't have a job. Sorry, now I'm being a jerk. Sure. (laughs) That's okay. But anyway. Okay. All right. So, So you've got the hiring that you're starting to look for people and... I know the timeline for bringing people in for those key positions for the leads is mid-November. Am I remembering correctly? Assuming we can get equipment in under six months. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Yes. So now you need to make like a, a list of a dependency list where it can't hire people if we don't have X, right? How's the build out going? So let's talk about that for a little bit. So it's pretty much, uh, we got everything framed out. That's as far as we got. They're waiting on us to make some decisions about, um, fixtures so that they can run the correct electrical and that type of stuff so kind of on a hold right now which isn't i mean right now it's about balancing all of the different people so like the people who are going to install the floor in the kitchen and the bar need to get coordinated with the builders because you know there's a certain time that's better for them to install the floor our coke installer has to run lines in the ceiling while the ceiling's still open and then come back later and connect everything else. So there's a lot of like that kind of balancing stuff, the draft tower. So I found um, this company in Texas that's going to build our draft tower for us, but I got to coordinate them with the people who are going to install it. And they have to get coordinated with the contractor because it's stuff that they have to run through the wall or the ceiling or make, Mm -hmm. you know, like all sorts of things like that. So it's a giant balancing act um, when it comes to all of this stuff, just making sure that everybody's talking to everybody. Um, and I found out that uh, one of our partners, the contractor, um, I believe he's a bit of a control freak. So he doesn't like it when things change and he's not notified. And so I'm like, cool, I'm just going to pass it all on to you then. Here's all the people you need to talk to. You coordinate it. <laughs> that makes it much easier. I, You know, it's it's interesting when you um, 
we're saying all that and talking about, you know, all this coordination and coordinate this person with that person and the tile guy because he can't, or the floor guy to get the fixtures and whatnot. Um, when I was, you know, building a house, um, this was like back in 2010, like I built a house in um, the Philadelphia area. And I can remember the builder sending me like, hey, Julie, here's the places you have to go for. Here's where you're going to go for like kitchen hardware. Here's where you're going to go for your kitchen cabinets. Here's where you're going for your tile. Here's you who you have to talk to for the paint. Here's who we have to talk to for like all the different pieces. Like here's where you're going to go pick out like what you want for your like the the plumbing the sink like all of the like the faucets all those things and um you know i was like oh i'm thinking to myself he just has negotiated prices with these guys and that's why and you know every time you'd go see like when i'm with the the only place that didn't do me do it for me was the tile guy which we all know you know i had like a thirty two thousand dollar tile bill when when i went to close on my house and i was like what what like yeah you just have a very expensive uh master bathroom but um I'm thinking, you know, you go like if I went to the cabinet person, they're like, okay, here's you can pick any of these. They're they're included in the price. If you want any of these, it's an upgrade, right? So you can you can pick whatever you want, but they're very clear on what's included versus what's an upgrade. And I really assumed that it was probably just a pricing thing, right? Where this this company negotiated the best price with my builder. And my builder was a really small builder. He was great. I loved him. Um, Joe DeSantis is his name. And, but I realize now that it was all about all of that coordination, right? You gotta, cause I don't, I don't have to know anything other than I want these cabinets and then Joe and his team work with the cabinet people to say, we need these cabinets by this time and blah, blah, blah. And they're all, everybody working together behind the scenes, that part that like you're so intimately involved in right now with coordinating all that stuff. And that's, a, that's a lot of stuff. A lot. It is. That was a long story. I'm sorry. Was it boring or was it, was it at least entertained? Matt, were you entertained by my story? I was entertained by your story. Yeah. Corey sure. was, Corey was doodling. So he wasn't even listening. I was taking notes. <laughs> Are you going to put in the show notes? Long story by Julie. Uh, I'm taking notes of how many times I've heard that story and how many times I don't want to hear it again. <laughs> You're so mean. Why are you so mean? I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> Um, all right. Well, we are starting to run out of time here. We've, We've got three questions. All right, do Let's it. do it. So this will be interesting because, you know, the topic has been a little windy today. But um, first question, Matt, I'm going to throw it to you because you really haven't had much of an opportunity to, to talk today. And frankly, I don't want to hear from Corey right now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what's the one thing you'll do better than anyone else in the area? I'm still convinced that uh, our culture is going to be better than anybody else in the area. Okay. Corey? Yeah, I'm going to stick with that too, the people side of things. I, I think that we'll we'll do that well despite all the, the negative feedback already. You're not getting negative. You had one know. person asked. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> all right. Um, Corey, what makes you nervous about opening the restaurant? Lead times? No, the uh, lack of communication and transparency with our vendors right now, um, especially that one particular vendor, the one who exceeds expectations. Mm, sure. Matt, how about you? I mean, it's it's the lead times. I mean, that goes hand in hand with what Corey just said. Yeah, it sure does. Um, final question. Uh, Matt, going to go toss it to you first. Why will Cabo be a success? I mean... 
because we are adapting to whatever's thrown at us. I mean, we're pivoting real quickly and we're not panicking. Okay. Corey? Um, I mean, we got all the right people. So despite everything that's going on, I mean, we've got a lot of good people around us that will help us be a success. Excellent. All right. So here's the scoop. This has been great. We're going to do one more episode at least of Talking Tacos. So you can check back in four weeks and we'll have another episode and we'll find out what those lead times on equipment look like. Because I think now everyone wants to know what's going to happen with the equipment. People are going to be on the edge of their seat for weeks waiting to figure it out. So that'll be great. Um, of course, we can find and remind me again, Matt, is it Cabo.Richmond or just Cab- Cabo Richmond? Cabo.Richmond on Instagram. Yep, Cabo.Richmond on Instagram. And you're also on Facebook? Yeah, just Cabo Fish Taco Richmond. Excellent. So that's where uh, um, you can find them. And you really should go follow them and, um, you know, like and engage with with their um, social media accounts. And before we roll into the outro, Matt and Corey, is there anything that I can do for you with respect to Cabo Fish Taco? Find us two walk-ins in less than six weeks. <laughs> yeah. All right, let me see what <laughs> that, I can that's, do. That's on my list as well. <laughs> I know some people. I can make an ask. Okay. All right. Well, with that, we're going to wrap up. Um, thank you, Matt, for joining us once again. And, of course, Corey, thanks for playing the dual role of the, the co-host and the guest today. You are spectacular at it, but you're just spectacular in general. So um, thanks to our listeners for tuning in. We wouldn't do this if you if it wasn't for you. And that's true because if nobody was listening, why would we record a podcast Everything you want to know is in the show notes, including we're going to put a shout out to Corey Barrier, even though we didn't talk about him today. I just feel like we should put something in the show notes for him. Sure, why not? We don't know really if anybody is listening to us. We do have a a strong contingency in the Philippines. And Canada. People in Canada love us. So hello to the Philippines. Um, If you want to work with us, uh, reach out to us. We have social media, LinkedIn, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. Everything you need to know about us is on our website, sbpace.com. Also... Go out and download and rate this podcast, please. One star, five stars. We don't care. Well, we do. We want five stars. Um, Subscribe and give us a review. And reach out to us about any topics that you're interested in hearing more about because we aim to please. And don't forget to purchase our book, Seriously, Now What? A Small Business Guide to Disaster Preparedness. There is a digital digital workbook download online. It's a number one Amazon bestseller. And if you've already purchased it, don't forget to rate and review it. I'm Julie. And I'm Corey. And this was BizQuick. And we are breaking down supply chain issues across the globe.